0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit, it's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own, strong, advanced and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. You're now listening to the Destination Debbie Podcast. I present your host, Ray Garvin, the creator of Destination Debbie, and your go-to source for all things Debbie and college football. Welcome back. Good people. Good people to the Destination Devi program. Appreciate you dropping by. You know who it is. It's Ray G. You can find me on Twitter at Ray GQ. And this is a new segment. This is a very new segment that I'm going to do every Thursday because there's a lot of value, tons of value in analyzing player movement. You know, risers, fallers are great. But what can we actually trade these players for? What are they going for? If you want to acquire a Clyde Edwards-Elair or a Christian McCaffrey or Nick Chubb, we'll be talking about those three guys tonight then you can see some of the moves that I've actually done. And this is terrible or terrific trade Thursday. That's the name of this segment. And I am actually live right now. I am live on YouTube with my patrons appreciate all of my squad members. I got Cole in the house. Jonathan Brandon is in here. I don't know who else is in here because you know, they, they don't all comment but appreciate my squad members for for supporting Destination Debbie for supporting me. So they'll be the ones actually giving me the feedback. They'll be telling me, Ray, you were out of your damn mind or Ray, that was a really good trade or, you know, asking questions. So this is a live interactive show. Appreciate you guys dropping by, but we are going to jump right into it. So terrible or terrific trade. And this is one that I pulled off today that I was very happy about. I I felt really good about this deal when I made it. And then I sat back and I was like, damn, did I give up too much? So let me set the table for you. Let me set the table for you. So this is my longest running dynasty home league. Uh, Was a 12 team league, dropped down to 10 teams. So I got a powerhouse, you guys. We got a powerhouse in this squad. I'm the defending champ. Starting lineup, we roll out 12. Um, my core, Dak Prescott, and I've been ravaged by injuries, like completely decimated. So here's my starting assets. It's Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, George Kittle, uh, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Clyde edwards Lair. On my bench, I have J.K. Dobbins, uh, I have Cooper Cup, Cortland Sutton, uh, uh, T.J. Hawkinson, Terry McLaurin. I- I've got a deep squad. It's it's a really good team, but half of my starters are injured. So I made this deal. I traded Darius Slayton, Stephen Sims, J.K. Dobbins, a 2021 first round pick, probably going to be a top six pick, a 2021 fourth round pick in a 2022 second round pick. So, JK Dobbins, Steven Sims, Darius Slayton, a first, a second in 2022 and a fourth in 2021. I received Raheem Mostert, Nick Chubb in a 2021 second, which is going to be mine, so probably the back half of the second round, talking picks 18, 19, 20. So, still good value. This is super flex tiered PPR, half point for running back, full point per uh, reception for wide receiver, and 1.5 receptions for the tight end. So I received Nick Chubb, Raheem Mostert, and a 2021 second for JK Dobbins, Steven Sims, Darius Slayton, a first, a fourth in 2021, and a second in 2022. A lot of my league mates felt like I overpaid. I overpaid a little bit, uh, I don't feel like I did. I think Nick Chubb, there's a lot of talk. I've seen a lot of talk about Nick Chubb being a sell candidate on Twitter lately, and I'm not buying it. I, I just, I'm not buying that right now at all. I want all the Nick Chubb that I can get, and to add him to a team that I will return Christian McCaffrey and Clyde edwards helaire and Kenyon Drake and Dak Prescott and Michael Thomas and George Kittle, it seemed like a no-brainer win for me in that situation, Is that terrible or terrific? And I'm asking you squad members right now, let me know if that was a bad deal or a good deal for me, giving up Dobbins, giving up uh, the the draft capital, giving up Darius Slayton in order to receive, uh, and Raheem Mostert, I I know, 28-year-old running back, never really did anything until last year. That was more of a depth piece for me but Nick Chubb was the prize jewel in that deal for me. I think J.K. Dobbins is a fantastic running back. We're not going to, you know, see the full extent of what he can do this season outside of a Mark Ingram injury, but with the team that I had built to win now, I felt like it was a good deal, and Cole has come in and said, given the context of your squad, it's terrific, so thank you. He he played the game. That's what I want. Play the damn game It was a terrific trade for me, and I think it's a good trade for the other person who they've got a bottom tier team right now. Now they possess, I think, three or four of the top potential top five picks in the 2021 draft. Nick Chubb isn't rotting away on his roster. He's got like four first, three seconds. So I thought it was a good trade for both that rare win-win. Nick Chubb was doing him no good. And tip, if you're in a league and you've got a league mate who's got a bottom tier team, Team is not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to compete. And they've got older players. And I know Nick Chubb isn't older, but like a George Kittle, a Nick Chubb, a Cooper Cup. Go try to trade for those players because they do that, they do that team no good, rotting away on a roster that's not built to compete. Like when I go to trade, that's what I look for first. I look for those teams that you know, they're, they're not going to compete. So why the hell do you have George Kittle on your roster? If you're not even competing for the next couple of years, just a small tip, go out there and, and, and scour the bottom of your standings and hit up those guys because most of them want to get better, um, in the long term. So it could be an easy way to make a deal. So appreciate you guys. Uh, I did get a feedback right here. Good deal. JK might haunt you in a couple of years, that's the price of doing business, right? And uh, with that team, again, CEH on the roster, CMC still going to be there. I think I'll be okay, but Dobbins is an absolute stud. Can't can't argue it one bit. All right. Next deal I want to talk about was one I made in a 14-team tiered PPR league. Again, half point for running back, full point for wide receiver. I've got a playoff team, um, but wasn't a strong, I think I made it to the second round of the playoffs last year, playoff team, um, and I wanted to get better. So here's a deal where I sent Christian McCaffrey. So the deal was I received Josh Jacobs, Nikhil Harry, a 2021 second for Christian McCaffrey in a 14-team super flex tiered PPR league. I don't even want to tell you the rest of my roster because it's pretty good. It's a good roster. I've, I've definitely made... The roster stronger, but just off of the trade, I give up Christian McCaffrey. I get Nikhil Harry, Josh Jacobs, and this is Devy. So the 2021 second is depleted, heavily depleted. All right, um, what do y'all think? Terrible or terrific? This is one where I even didn't feel great about it after the fact but some moves that I made um prior to this deal I acquired Nick Chubb, I uh, got rid of Chris Godwin, I got Nick Chubb in the deal. Um so I'm definitely a strong contender to win the title in that league this year. Ah uh, I don't know. I'm 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 probably going to see some terrible responses in the from the patrons here, but again, trade uh, uh here it goes Brandon terrible in a vacuum. Give up CMC, get Josh Jacobs, Nikhil Harry in a depleted 2021 second. Probably not my best work. Cole, terrible. So there you go. Even old GQ, you know, as is, is good as I am evaluating prospects, sometimes they're, oh gosh, I, I'm getting, I'm getting swamped with terribles. Gary, Cole, Brandon, all my boys telling me terrible deal. Uh, what deal Ray just got here? Uh, I gave up Christian McCaffrey, tiered PPR, 14 team super flex league, and I received Josh Jacobs, Nikhil Harry, and a 2021 second. And just for this, because this is this is a good exercise. So, you know, some of you guys will be like, good, I won't do something like that. My team in that league is Jared Goff, Nick Chubb, Tyler Boyd, Hunter Henry, Singletary, Higby. Josh Jacobs, Todd Gurley, Kenyon Drake, Baker Mayfield. In the bench is Rager, Robbie Anderson, Nikhil, Hayden Hurst, Jared Cook. So, eh, it's I'm, I'll be in the playoffs. Will I win it? I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, a lot of, I think you could have gotten more. Harry in a second is in the difference in value between the teardrop. Love Jacobs, but agree you could have gotten more. Well, can't win them all, and you know, that's one where I didn't feel great about it, so I appreciate the feedback, and let's move on to the next deal. So, this is a league, and I've actually got one of the squad members in here who I made this deal with. I've made quite a few deals with him. This is a Devi league, so those of you, and I told you on the last show, all of yous, all of yous, that dynasty you participate in Debbie, you just don't freaking know it. And the reason why you need to get into Debbie is because instead of just trading these picks, go ahead and put a face and put value, a player value on those picks. So that's all Debbie leagues are. Instead of trading a 2021 first, you actually trade Jamar Chase or Rondell Moore or Justin Fields or Rashad Bateman or Jalen Waddle. It's just, it's a whole nother layer of of dynasty. it's you, You've got your NFL players, you've got rookie picks, you've got Debbie picks, and then you've actually got players on your roster. So this was one I made where um, I'll give you the end result. I acquired Clyde Edwards-E-Lair in this deal, and I gave up Ronald Jones, Jalen Waddell, Brevin Jordan, a 2021 third, and a 2021 fourth, and received Clyde Edwards-E-Lair terrible or terrific to me this is a terrific deal like no brainer you give up ronald jones Jalen waddles a stud he's going to be a first round pick probably he's got a chance to be the first wide receiver off of the board in 2021 brevin jordan is going to be a first round pick at the tight end position complete difference maker i mean probably one of the best tight ends that we've seen come out of miami in quite some time and that is tight end you and let me just say this I know it's terrific for me and it sounds like oh my god that guy what the hell was he doing but when I tell you the names of the players that he has on his devy roster it made sense and here here like look at me and listen to what I'm telling you You cannot take for granted that every team in your league is looking to win now. Some teams, and Ryan McDowell, who's supposed to be on the show, we'll get him on later on. He's talked about this. He's built dynasty teams to where he intentionally punts like the first two or three years. Like he knows he's not going to be a contender in year one or year two. But if you build your team right and you acquire high level talent, which this trade partner did, He's got Rondell Moore, and Jamar Chase, and Rashad Bateman, and Justin Fields, and every fucking, literally, he probably has 10 of the top projected 12 picks in the 2021 draft on his Devy roster. It made sense for him. Could Clyde Edwards-Elair have helped him out in two or three years? Absolutely. But right now, the value that he was able to extract from CEH, it on paper, terrific for me. But I'm telling you, this roster, it is the... It is the prime example of how you build your roster in Debbie. If you're going to go all in on Debbie, you go all in. You can't half-ass it and be like, I just want a couple of Debbies and I'm going to try to compete. You've got to go all the way in. And in that league, it's start two tight ends. It's not like optional. You have to start two tight end premium. So um, 2021, uh, Gary just dropped this, uh, taking the 2021 class, wide receiver class to the bank. It is beautiful. And he owns, I believe three or four of the top 2021 projected wide receivers. So Clyde Edwards-Elair got him in that deal. And later that day, oh my God, GQ, how did you pull it off, baby? Later that day, from the same owner, I was able to acquire Christian McCaffrey. So in the same league, from the same owner, I was able to get Clyde Edwards-Elair and Christian McCaffrey, okay? I was able to get both of them. Now, let me say this. Let me, let me, I I cannot stress the importance of this enough. Building trade bridges in negotiation is critical in dynasty, okay? Building bridges, not burning them. Sometimes, sometimes, it, Curtis Patrick and I talked about this. I wish I could remember the episode. If you go back to the DDP, Curtis Patrick from RotoViz and I talked about the winning the deal fallacy, right? A lot of people think that I have to win the deal in order to like make a trade. It's bullshit. Eliminate that from your mind. Does somebody walk away feeling like they got a little bit more? Sure, that could happen, but don't be that guy. There, there is, for me, there's trade etiquette. If I'm working with you to try to hammer something out, I'm not working with you and then backdoor scheming somebody else to try to up the offer. Like that's just not how I, I operate. Like I try to send fair offers from the very beginning. Some people do that bullshit, sending uh Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn for Christian McCaffrey, and then they come back and say, Oh, that was just starting. Like I'm just starting somewhere. Like at that point, screw you, dude. I don't even want to deal with you because I can already tell this is gonna be a hassle. My philosophy in Dynasty is build bridges, not burn them. And with this trade partner, the reason why I believe I was able to acquire Christian McCaffrey and CEH from him is because we do good business. There are some times where I give up things where I'm like, fuck, man, I really lost out a little bit on this one. This one hurt. But building a stable pipeline of of trade avenue is critical in Dynasty. So in this deal, uh, I was able, I traded Justin Fields, T. Higgins, Pat Fryermuth, OJ Howard, received Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, and Bryce Young, the true freshman uh, quarterback from the University of Alabama. Terrific or terrible? I don't even think we need to comment. I got CMC and Clyde edwards E'Laire. I really don't care what I gave up. I feel that was terrific all the way around. And again, yes, he gave up CMC and CEH, but he was able to load his 2021 roster with, again, here's the thing. Do we know like 100% certainty that these college guys are going to hit? Absolutely not. But there's a really good chance that if Justin Fields gets drafted in the top five picks, he's going to get an opportunity to play. And in fantasy, we're looking for players with an opportunity to have an opportunity to score fantasy points. And that's what he did on the back end of his roster. Now, a trade that I, I know the response to this is probably not going to go over well uh, this is one where I feel like I really um uh I, I was a little intoxicated and was just sending shit out and really didn't think it would get accepted, and uh it did. And I tried to make myself feel good about it, but in hindsight, I'm like I probably could have gotten more. So two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I traded Michael Thomas. I traded MT. And I got Derrick Henry and Devontae Parker. I'm just going to be quiet for a second and sit back until the first comment rolls in. I traded MT like Michael Thomas, New Orleans Saints, for Derrick Henry and Devontae Parker. (sighs) Mm. Terrible or terrific. And I had no running backs. I'll just say that. It's Heisman League. Destination Debbie Patreon, patreon.com forward slash all gas. I traded Michael Thomas for Derrick Henry and Devontae Parker. What say you patrons? Okay, I got one. This is terrific. Ho, oh, I got two. Terrific? Really? I thought for sure you guys were going to come in here and slander the ever-living you-know-what out of me on that deal and in this league it's a 14 team uh scott fishbowl scoring league um i had no running backs you guys literally my running backs were james connor and austin eckler that was it that's all i had i had patrick laird malcolm perry benny snell i had no running backs i had no running backs my wide receivers just for context lost courtland Sutton to ir i had calvin ridley on the roster alan robinson on the roster Marvin Jones. That's really it. So Ridley, Robinson, Marvin Jones. I move Michael Thomas. I get Derrick Henry, who I'm a big believer in Derrick Henry. I know he starts off slow, but I'm a big believer in Derrick Henry, his talent, his skill, and the way that he's built. I just feel like it's longevity. Derrick Henry's going to be in the league for a long time, running the ball because that's all he does. Um, but yeah, moved MT for Henry and Devontae Parker and I've got a lot of uh, could have been could have been could have gotten more uh, I don't like it Henry and Parker seem down this year not the worst um, MT will likely never repeat last year's performance definitely see why you had to get it running I had to get it running, and that's just context right but I don't want to provide the context when I tell you I just want you to hear the trade surface level and then I'll backfill it with context but yes uh, Scotty Phillips Malcolm Perry Patrick Laird I got Wayne Gallman, Cam Akers. So I needed a, a running back in the absolute worst way. I feel like I could have got more, but that's the thing that I talked about. Like, I, I, sometimes I just don't want to squeeze the juice, right? Like, whatever, it's fine. I got it, got the deal done. I got my running back, I got a wide receiver to fill it. Devontae Parker's good. Devontae Parker finally in year five he broke out and he's a he's a solid player for fantasy so uh could have gotten a little bit more but yeah don't hate it and a lot of people saying yeah definitely see why you made that move now here is um I've got one more for me that I want to talk about, and then I want to dive in to uh, some uh, <laughs> some other trades according to DLF's Trade Finder that a lot of you have asked me about, i.e. James Robinson. Today, another acquisition of Nick Chubb. I've acquired three or four uh, Nick Chubbs on my roster, and today, uh, in a Patrons versus the World League, I traded Tyreek Hill for Nick Chubb, and A.J. Green. Tyreek Hill, Nick Chubb, A.J. Green, crazy scoring, but just for the sake of the argument, it's PPR. My wide receivers are decent on the NFL side, and then I have some pretty good Debbie wide receivers coming in. Uh, Running back was a little, I'm a little bit of a zero or so I really needed to get a running back in that league, so I traded Tyreek Hill, got Nick Chubb and A.J. Green. Terrible or terrific? What say you patrons? I felt pretty damn good about that deal. Just me personally, I felt really good moving. Uh, moving, you know, Tyreek is a stud. Tyreek is a, is a bona fide stud. But Nick Chubb, man, I, the more I watch him, the more it—he's probably the best running back in football. Like honestly, he's probably the best running back in football. I know we've got CMC, the talent of Saquon Barkley, the situation of Clyde edwards Lair every time Chubb gets the ball, man, this, he's special, he's a special, special talent, and the patrons like it, I like it a lot, it's terrific, good job, Ray, nailed it, that's what I do, man, not all of them are great, right, some of them are a little, a uh, little shaky, but I felt good about these, felt good about the ones I talked to you about, and now, what I wanted to do with McDowell was go through some different things, oh, one more, uh, real quick, since, uh, no, two more, actually. Two more good ones. Here's a mini one. Here's a mini trade. I had T. Higgins, Jalen Rager. I'm going to preface it first because I, off the paper, just seems a little, Ray, what the hell are you doing? Again, going for it in this league, I traded Justin Jefferson for James Conner. Had no running backs. Had tons of wide receiver depth. I, I needed a running back. I'm a zero RB or guy if I miss out on the elite talent. So I traded Justin Jefferson for James Conner terrific or terrible what say you patrons dlf trade analyzer said it was bad (laughs) a said it was bad i feel all right about it man i feel all right about it i mean james Conner helped me win last week that's what i needed justin jefferson really would have helped me win last week but i wasn't gonna start him because he hadn't done shit all the way up until last week but uh, i thought you know that was okay What say you patrons, James Conner, Justin Jefferson, zero RB team. Yeah, man. Yeah, probably, probably could have gotten more, but you know, that's, that's not, that's not my MO, man. That's not how I deal. It's not how I operate. Uh, Don't like Conner, but I get it. I get fair. So just kind of ho-hum, right? Like, all right, I get it, but don't really like James Conner. It's kind of how I feel too. Uh, I got one. I don't like it. I just don't trust Connor. I can't say that I trust him all that well either. I mean, when he's on the field and playing, he's going to get the volume. I mean, we thought Benny Schnell could be something and he fumbled his opportunity away in week two and then ceded work to Anthony McFarlane in week three. James Connor is the bell cow. At least this season, Pittsburgh has not talked about extending him, which is a problem. And we know Justin Jefferson's going to be there for at least the next four to five years. Probably a short sided deal that if it pays off this year, it pays off. And then whatever else I get off of that is gravy. Now, the last big deal that I want to talk about, God, my fifth Nick Chubb acquisition. In a 12-team PPR league, like one of the Scott Fish Leagues, DLF, I had Christian McCaffrey. And I traded Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay, and Steven Sims for Nick Chubb and Terry McLaurin. In this team, I'm a heavy, heavy contender. Uh, my roster is pretty stacked. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill stack, Cooper Cup. Uh, I've got Derrick Henry. Uh, now I've got Nick Chubb, Devin Singletary, Tyler Higby at tight end, uh, Mark Andrews at tight end. I got a really good team. So move Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay, Steven Sims receive Terry, Mc- uh, Terry McLaurin and Nick Chubb. All right. We got one. Love it. Love it. I'm a big Nick Chubb fan, man. I, I'm I'm a huge fan. And I really believe that the way that they utilize Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in conjunction with each other, while it kind of sucks, like, man, I wish Nick Chubb could get all of that. I, I heard today on the breakout finder pod with my boys, Nate and uh, Ryan Lopes, that Kareem Hunt is averaging 16 touches a game, whereas Nick Chubb is averaging 18 touches a game. I didn't realize Kareem Hunt was averaging that much that many damn touches um but I think it works really well with one another and you know Kareem Hunt comes in late batters him to death catches those passes Nick Chubb is just a stud so uh, I've acquired quite a bit of Nick Chubb if you guys have not noticed and I got terrific on that deal so terrible terrific this is fun you guys are playing the game now it's time for you the patrons since you guys are here rocking with me Let's talk about some deals, man. Um, Right now, James Robinson is the absolute talk of the town. It's just James Robinson, James Robinson, James Robinson. So let's take a look. I offered in a league a second round pick for James Robinson was declined. I'm not giving up a first round pick for James Robinson. I, I won't do it. I'm sorry, not going to do it, won't do it. Um I just don't believe in him long term at this point in time. So according to DLF's trade finder, uh we're going to just go 12 teams, PPR super flex, 6 points per passing touchdown. That's uh this is awesome real quick. Uh damn, I want to go trade for Chubb now. Yeah, Chubb is a stud, man. He's he's a he's he is he's a freak and my man, I know a lot of people. Hey, Fusu is a divisive character, but he posted some stuff and he was like, Nick Chubb is generational, like based on his yards per game, what he does. He's up there with like Ladanian Tomlinson type historical numbers. That's how good um, he was. A second was a, a declined, Yes. Second was declined literally. And this is in my home league, a 10 team league at that, a second round pick a second round pick was declined for James Robinson. But according to DLS trade finder, I mean, here's what he's going for. And I know some of these people, it's funny to see some of these names on here uh, that I just know these guys, James Robinson for Todd Gurley, straight up James Robinson and Leonard Fournette. Somebody gave up that and received David Johnson 2021 round first pick, 2021 first round pick, and Trent Taylor. So Fournette and Robinson, DJ in a first, really. I probably would take the Robinson Fournette side on that one. Good grief, man. James Robinson for Hollywood Brown, straight up. James Robinson for Naheem Hines, a 2021 second and a 2021 fourth. 2021 second for James Robinson, 2021 second for James Robinson, 2021 second for James Robinson. That's, that's what he's going around. It seems like a lot of second round picks for James Robinson. Yeah. And in majority of leagues under these formats, James Robinson for Devontae Parker. No way I'm going to take, uh, James Robinson for Parker. Like give me Devontae Parker in that situation. 2021 second, 2021 second, 2021 second, 2021 second all the way down the line. That's the going rate for Robinson. So Jonathan, my man, he said he declined a late second for Robinson today. I get it. You might be able to catch somebody slipping and get a first for him. It ain't going to be me. And it ain't going to be the squad because we ain't doing it, man. I think a second is fair, more than enough value for a player that there's little invested in him. The coaching staff is most assuredly going to be turned over after this season, You might want to cash out. Um, and and here goes here goes a comment from Cole. Robinson could disappear as fast as he came. He has no draft capital. They have no money in him. You run the risk of moving for so many, you run the risk of them moving for so many reasons. And it's a double-edged sword, right? And and we've sort of the the most recent example of a UDFA to Starter, I guess, and I know they're built different, and there's still a lot of question marks about Philip Lindsay and his size. But Philip Lindsay usurped a third round pick in Royce Freeman, who I vividly remember people were taking in third and fourth rounds of seasonal leagues the year that he was drafted by Denver. Like he was going that high in a UDFA, and Philip Lindsay comes in, rushes four thousand yards in back to back seasons, makes a Pro Bowl. I believe Lindsay made the Pro Bowl his rookie year. As a UDFA, just unprecedented stuff from this kid. And granted, much smaller, but more explosive than James Robinson. And they brought in Melvin Gordon in year three. I I just, I get that they're different. They're different physical archetypes, but the same principle applies. I've got no money tied to you. I'm going to wear your ass out this year. And next year, in the second round, I'm taking Najee Harris. I'm taking Travis Etienne. I'm taking Chuba Hubbard. I'm taking Journey Brown or Kenneth Gainwell. I just, I think that those of us or those of you because I own no James Robinson, who are holding out hope to get a first round pick for him uh, i th- I think that's I think that's pie in the sky again, you might catch somebody slipping, but there is no way in hell and if I look at my rankings right now uh over on notion, there's no way in hell. I'm trading what could potentially be a Devonta Smith, a Kyle Pitts, a Pat Fryermuth, a Brevin Jordan in tight end premium leagues, possibly a Journey Brown, a Kenneth Gainwell, Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, there's no way I would move those guys or move James Robinson or keep James Robinson or try to trade for him opposed to getting one of those guys. Zero chance on this earth I would ever do a deal like that. So I think you're just playing with fire with James Robinson, I think a 2021 second is more than enough, and since we were talking about Nick Chubb, let's just see what Chubb is going for. Same standings, same stuff, and just kind of talk about uh, Nick Chubb. So I've seen Nick Chubb for Devontae Adams uh, straight up. Man, this makes me feel like I sold CMC low. CMC for Nick Chubb, Deontay Johnson in a 2021 first round pick. Boy, that is a hole. And there are some people out here who just want CMC. He's great. He's the best running back in fantasy football. But uh, give me Nick Chubb, Deontay Johnson in 2021 first. Like, come on, you guys. Come the hell on. All right. Deshaun Watson, Alvin Kamara for Lamar Jackson and Nick Chubb. I mean... Uh, Kamara's dope and Deshaun Watson's good, but give me Lamar Jackson and Nick Chubb. These are, these are just, this, this is designed to give you just reference points, right? And every deal that I talked about tonight at the beginning were, were actual moves that I made this week. And I think there is tons of value to be gained from this. I want to continue to do this every single Thursday. So what I'm going to ask from you, the squad is if you've made these kind of deals, any trades that you've made from today to next Wednesday, DM them to me. Just DM me a screenshot of a trade that you made, and we'll feature that on the show here. And we'll talk about your actual moves that you've made. And I'm pretty sure I'll make some more. I made a couple of smaller trades in Debbie Leagues. I gave up Jameer Gibbs and Seth McGowan, received Spencer Rattler and Terrace Marshall. Uh, I I know those are important as well. So I don't want to just talk NFL. I want to want to incorporate some collegiate Debbie guys as well. So for those of you who are on tonight, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you hanging out with me as I record this show, but make sure uh, from tonight forward, I will actually create inside the Destination Debbie channel, a trade post channel for those of you guys in here. And just drop your trades in there. I know we've got a a trade conversation channel, but I actually want to use these and feature these on the show. They'll be featured on YouTube and on the podcast. So we will do that starting today. So if any of you, Cole, Jonathan, Dallas, uh, any of you guys, uh, Nick, anybody in here tonight that has made a deal, Over the past week, I will set that channel up as soon as we're done recording, screenshot that deal, put it in the channel, and we will discuss on Terrible or Terrific next Thursday, really get you guys ingrained with the show, become a part of this family. I appreciate you guys being a part of this community. And if you haven't, you need to jump in, man. This is where it's at, the best damn Devi Dynasty community in fantasy football. So appreciate y'all jumping by for the first one. And, And we got one. We got one. We got Dallas says, before we get out of here, I traded Robinson, Lamb, and a Debbie second for George Pickens and what could be the Debbie 2021-101. Okay. George Pickens is an absolute stud. He's going to be a f- top 10 pick, not this coming draft, but the year after. CeeDee Lamb is a stud too. And then to get to 2021-101 in Debbie, I got some ideas of somebody that you can pick up. Some good high school guys. Caleb Williams is an absolute stud. Stud, stud, stud. So, appreciate y'all dropping by for this episode. We'll be back next week. Damn, 40 minutes, man. This was fun. This was fun. Channel coming in the Patreon, uh, in the in the Discord. Uh, post your trades in there. Catch me out. YouTube, Destination Debbie Podcast. I'm out of this piece, man. Good night. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BLUEWIRE. And don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash.